Hello, hello, hello. I'm Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. How is everyone doing this fine day? It is Tuesday. We did not do them last week because of Thanksgiving. So this is Power Rank Tuesday. We'll get to the game whenever we get to Houston and Baltimore in the ranks a little bit. Not a ton to discuss there, but kind of the, the outcome we expected. Um, as I do on some... Well, let's give me a quick rundown of what the week's going to entail. We'll power Ranks today. Uh, Mike will be on tomorrow. Uh, Thursday, we will preview the Thursday game. And I promised you guys that we would talk Hall of Fame finalists. So I'm going to do that on Thursday. And maybe throw in a couple Twitter questions, but not as many as usual for Twitter Thursday. Depends how long that goes. Uh, Hall of Fame discussion is a fun one to me. And I actually got in the conversation last night about Terrell Suggs. Is he a Hall of Famer? And I tend to say yes. Um, but I think like wide receiver, that's a really difficult position and a changing position. Because, you know, people throw so much more now. Sack numbers are higher. Not that they're inflated, but, you know, it's hard to get sacks in the 70s. You know what I mean? Because they didn't throw very often. It's kind of like wide receiver numbers. That judging apples to oranges almost in terms of what the league was like 20 years ago, 30 years ago, some of the edge players that are Hall of Famers or near misses. And I also think there's been a lot of them, a lot of good ones lately. Jason Taylor just went in. Guys like Freeney and Peppers and Jared Allen. I don't know that Suggs is better than them. I mean, to me, Freeney and Peppers are ahead of Suggs. But overall, I do think he is a Hall of Famer, but not an easy slam dunk one. All right. So, power ranks, here's what we're going to do. We're not going to talk a lot about each team. Um, however, I'm going to tell you where they're at in the power ranks, where they were two weeks ago, since we didn't do one last week. And then I went to and pulled up the standings, and I want to do what is their net points, you know, their plus minus and point differential so far this year. And I think that's a really good indicator, you know, at this point in the season where there's a lot of games to go off of, a variety of opponents for every team of where teams are truly, and Football Outsiders uses that as a big indicator for their DVOA and all those type of things. But I did it, I did the power ranks first without looking at the net points. I just pulled up the, the standings now to see that. And I'm wondering, you know, is, is, I did that on purpose, because maybe there's somebody at the bottom of my ranks that are plus 10, plus 20. So, you know, I'd be like, whoa, that's better than I thought. So I wanted to be surprised as we had this conversation um, starting at 32, we got the Brownies. They've been 32 for a very long time. Um, their point differential is minus 123. They're on an 11-game losing streak, by the way, too. And is that the worst point differential in the league? Yes, it sure is. By a pretty decent margin, actually. Minus 123. The Colts are at one oh, minus 105. Uh, I don't think anyone else is in negative triple digits. Correct. That is true. So, yeah, they're pretty easy easy uh, pick there for number 32. Uh, the Niners, I moved from 39 to, or th or to 31 from 29. Um, their point differential, I have a feeling, isn't going to be as nasty, obviously. But they're minus 97. So they're knocking on the door on the triple digit thing here, too. Um, I have Denver, they're at minus 83 in their point differential, all the way down to 30 now. They were 28. They've had a pretty decent or consistent fall 
they went from over the last what seven weeks i've had them at 9 10 12 21 21 25 28 30 bad bad team i mentioned the, the colts differential it's very poor they're the only other one in the the minus three digit land they go from 27 to 29 houston goes from 30 to 28 um sort of the expected outcome last night I thought Clowney and Hopkins were superb. And when he had time, I thought Savage was okay. And he didn't have a lot of time. They didn't have much of a running game. Um, they were overmatched by that defense, as expected. Uh, what's their plus, plus minus here? Let me pull that up real, real quick here for you, too. They're minus two, which isn't as bad as you'd think. But some of these teams, like Green Bay comes to mind, were much better at one point than they are now. You know what I mean? If you look at the whole course of the year, they're only minus two. They're four and seven. But they're not... I mean, they've, they're one and five in their last five. You know, they're not as good as... This is the worst they've been as a team. However, just a quick note on Houston. I kind of thought about it last night. Like, you got to remember, they don't have a first-round pick, they don't have a second-round pick. Um, wait, they made some trade to get us... Oh, the second's going to be for the first set for 19. I'm sorry. Um, so they don't have a first, they don't have a second. But maybe they can get something done in free agency. But they don't have a ton of needs. You know, if you bring back, if you if you add to what they have now, Watson, Fuller, Watt, Merciless, some of the younger guys get a year better. Maybe you can add an offensive lineman in free agency. They're going to be a pretty hot team in terms of winners of the AFC South in 2018. All right, so who do we got from there? Miami goes from 24 to 27. That is a bad team. If you've noticed, a lot of these are in the AFC. Oh, they, I missed them. They are also a triple-digit uh, negative point differential team at minus 115. That's really bad. They're, maybe they're worse than this. I mean, I, I get that the, the, they're four, they have four wins, but they are a bad four-win team. They've lost five in a row. Uh, they probably should be lower. Them and the Colts are tied for second worst point differential in the league behind the Browns. Yeah, Miami go at 27. Houston's better than Miami. Colts are probably better than Miami. Yeah, I might be too generous on them. Giants go from 31 to 26 based on their defense playing respectable once again. Uh, they're minus 95, though. I mean, they only have one win in their last five games. I mean, they're... It's, it's, I'm not saying they're a good team, but Shepard should come back. That could help a little. I mean, they're really short on weaponry right now. Bears go from 21 to 25 after getting blown out by the Eagles. Uh, they are minus 75 on the year. Uh, Four-game losing streak. Times are tough for Chicago. Maybe they should be lower, too. I mean, if the Bears played the Giants in Wichita right now, who's favored? Probably the Giants. I don't know. Uh, Jets go from 26 from two weeks ago to 24 today. The Jets point differential is at doo -doo 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 -doo, minus 29. Not too bad for being a 4-7 and seven team. Minus 29. Uh, they've lost two in a row, though. One and four in their last five. You know, so they're kind of coming back to who we thought they are.
All right, I got the Bucks going from 25 to 23. I don't know what to make of them. Are they as bad as we think they are? I mean, they seem like they're sort of respectable. They're 4 and 7, 2 and 3 in their last 5, minus 39 point differential. Um, certainly not a successful season, but and I, I do think a coaching change is coming, but I don't know that all is lost there either. Uh, the Bills are another team that I, uh, I mean, I still don't think they're good. Sorry. They go from 23 to 22, despite a nice win in Kansas City, whose the wheels will come off there. You're probably saying, why aren't the Bills ahead of the Chiefs? The Bills are minus 36 in point differential. Um, and they're in the hunt. They're very much in the hunt. It's 6-5. and five. I can't believe they have a winning record this late. I got the Baltimore Birdies at 21. They were 22 two weeks ago. Good win last night. I mentioned Suggs. I thought he stood out in a good way. The defense in general has a lot of dudes, man. They got And, and Gruden was talking about them. Guys like Judon and, and Henry. These younger guys that aren't household names yet that are playing well. Special teams is unbelievably good, as it is always every year. I always tell you that. Uh, the kicker's unreal. Offense is dreadful, though. I mean, I, I had this conversation on Twitter last night, too. I mean, if you look at all the quarterback situations in the league, when you're talking about what they've invested, age, who might be coming through the ranks, I would take 31 teams' quarterback situation over the Ravens. I think it's the worst quarterback situation in the league. But they're plus 49. I can't believe that. They are plus 49. I mean, because they don't allow many. But, whew, their offense is so bad. Um, Casey, maybe this is generous. I mean, uh, they go from 1 to 4 to 4 to 11 to 8 to 20. And I'm done. I mean, I, I, I can't... I, you know, I thought for sure the resurgence was coming back and they were going to be... Um, beat up badly on the Bills. Not at all. I mean, that was a disappointing, disappointing deal. I mean, they, they've, they've lost three in a row. Their net points are plus 36, based mostly off the beginning of the season. Uh, without looking, I would think Green Bay is going to be in that neighborhood too. They go from 19 to 19. Good showing in Pittsburgh. Um, they are where on the point difference? Minus 29. Yeah, and they're one and four in their last four games. They've lost two in a row. Um, it sounds like Rodgers will be back. They have two games that aren't all that daunting coming up, and then it sounds like Rodgers will be back for two tough games. But I tend to think in the NFC that's going to be too little too late. Um, no, I think Rodgers is back for three games. I apologize. Maybe I'm being too generous to the Cowboys at 18. I mean, they went from 8 to 15 to 18 in my ranks the last couple of weeks. They're a bad football team right now. Uh, they really are. I mean, they're minus 22 in point differential. They've lost three in a row. Um, times are tough in Dallas. But who would you put ahead of them? You know, I mean, like, is Dallas worse than Green Bay, Kansas City, Baltimore, Buffalo, Tampa? They're in that neighborhood. I mean, uh, you know, they're not a good team. Raiders really aren't either. <laughs> they also have a lot of good things to say about any of these teams. Uh, Raiders have hovered in this neighborhood for a while, 20 to 14 to 16 two weeks ago, and now it's 17. Um, finally got their first interception. Way to go. Minus 36, though, in point differential for the year. Okay. I mean, maybe they're turning the corner a little. I think there's some optimism there. 
Uh, Arizona goes from 20 to 16. Their point differential, I scroll, as I scroll down, is minus 75. Wow. Um, two and three in their last couple. They're five and six. Whew, I'm surprised that is that low. I mean, but I think if they played the Raiders, Cowboys, Green Bay, in Wichita, they're probably favored right now. Even with Lane Gabbert. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm too nice to the Cardinals. But, uh, I don't know. Uh, It sounds like they are intrigued with Gabbard, by the way. And and I get that. Um, I think this will be a good test for him to see where he's at. He does have some first-round traits. Redskins go from 13 to 15. Hit hard by injuries this year, obviously. They're sitting at 5 and 6. Minus 18 in the point differential. They're kind of a middling, middle-of-the-road type team right now. Uh, the Bengals have improved, and I'm starting to get on their train a little bit. Uh, they go from 18 a week ago up to 14 now. I think they're playing the best they have all year. They are at 5-6. and six. They've won two in a row. Minus 16 in point differential. So, this is interesting. I mean, because I've done the, the what, I mean, all the way up to 14. There's only 13 teams left. It seems like everyone I mentioned was minus. I mean, there's like one or two pluses out of that group in terms of point differential. Detroit goes from 12 to 13. Not a lot of movement after two weeks as as I would have originally guessed. I mean, I guess some of these teams are, are, they are who we thought they were type of deal. Um, They're plus 30, six and five. I guess that all adds up. A little over 500, a little bit better than average point differential. You know, okay. They're a middling team too. Uh, the, the Titans go from 14 to 12. I have Tennessee at minus 27 in net points. They're 7-4, and four, but they've allowed 27 more points than they've scored. Wow. And they're 4-1 in the last five in unremarkable fashion. You know, that a team, play, I mean, a team playing like the Titans right now shouldn't be the 12th best team in the league. You know what I mean? Like... But I still feel confident that they're slightly better than Detroit, Cincinnati, Washington. All those teams played, they probably go five and five, or you know what I mean, if they're in a ten-game tournament in Wichita, middle of nowhere, whatever. Chargers, I'm a Chargers guy, and they started my year at eight, and that was the highest they were, and now they're back up to eleven from being on seventeen two weeks ago. One of the biggest risers out there. Chargers are plus 47 in point differential, which is the best in that division. Um, They're a good football team. I mean, they've won two in a row. You guys know I am a Chargers believer. The Jags have been at 10 for four straight power ranks in a row. Best defense in the league. Plus 101 point differential. Pretty darn good. I mean, 168 points allowed in 11 games. Let's figure that out. I mean, it's not, what's that, like 14 points a game, something like that. You win a lot of football games, even with Blake Bortles as your quarterback doing that. 4-1 and in the last five. You know, they did lose this past week. Um, They could lose to anybody. I mean, I I do believe that. But they're still a 10. They have hardly moved. They have not moved in over a month. Seattle goes from 11 to 9. Injuries on the defensive side of the ball, for sure. Uh, they are 7-4. and four. They're plus 54 in point differential. 
that's you know where you should be, I guess, with the ninth best team in the league. I have Atlanta as the eighth best team in the league. They are now plus 35, four and one in their last five games, seven and four, but still a game behind Carolina and New Orleans in a very, very difficult division. Um, I feel good about where the, the Falcons are going, though. Rams go from four to seven, which is probably not very logical, but you got to remember that was two weeks ago. They lost in between there in Minnesota. But a real nice win since then. Um, I have the Saints at 6. I have the Rams at 7. Because Latimer's coming back. And I do think if they played 10 times in a neutral site, they probably are about 5-5. Five and five. A great win by the Rams, though, to overcome, to, to beat New Orleans, though. And they're plus 123 in point differential. So as I scroll around here, there's one team ahead of them. There is one team ahead of them and they will be coming up obviously but the rams have the second best point differential in the league um the saints are at plus 100 which is also one of the best as you can imagine they're four and one in their last five games they're eight and three as are the rams who else is triple digit pluses i got the saints at 100 i got the rams at plus 123 there's another one on there that I will get to. There's another one. The Jags were plus 101, which is really, really impressive. Um, and there's one other. So only four teams are plus triple digits. Uh, the Panthers. I'm still a Panthers fan. You guys, maybe I'm higher on them than most. I think I am, but I really like the D. D wasn't great this last week, but it's pretty darn good. Uh, they were five two weeks ago. That's still where they're at. The Panthers are at plus 41. They've won four in a row, though. I mean, that's legit, man. I mean, it's Thanksgiving time, and you're putting together nice winning streaks like that. That cannot be ignored. Steelers are at four. They were at seven two weeks ago. Their point differential, I bet, is not all that super impressive. Plus 65. But they've won six in a row. I mean, you can't ignore that. I mean, they beat the Vikings at the beginning of the year. I mean, their losses are to Jacksonville and the Bears, which doesn't look great, but they're 9-2 and two with plus 65, six-game winning streak. I mean, I don't know that you can ignore that either. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that their two teams are sitting atop the AFC right now. Minnesota goes from 6-3. to three. Love the way Keenum is playing. They are plus 76 on the year. They're 9-2. and two. They've won seven in a row. What more can you say about that? I mean, that's a top three team. I mean, I don't know how you can argue that. I mean, that is a, a nice little stretch of, to throw on your resume that I just spit out of my mouth. Pa Patriots go from 2-2. Two to two. And the last five power ranks, they've been 2-2-3-2-2. Two, 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 two. So... Yeah, I'm a believer in the Pats. I think they can beat anyone. And probably right this second, if I had to put a chip down of who do I think is going to end up lifting the Lombardi Trophy, I probably would take the Patriots. They're 9-2, and two, point differential, plus 105. They're one of the four teams in triple digits in the positive. They've won seven in a row. You know, I mean, that's a pretty nice win streak. You know, and we've, we've, we've spit out some pretty nice win streaks here at the top of this list. 
And as you've probably figured, and they've been for the last three power ranks, the Eagles are at one. They, too, have a nice streak, nine in a row. They're plus 160 for the year, which is number one, as you probably would have guessed, you know, anyway. Defense is exceptional. Points for 351. Points against 191. I wonder how many teams, while I have this up, I'm just going to scan real quick. How many teams are under 200 points allowed? The Eagles are, the Vikings at 195. The Eagles at 191. The Jags at 168. Like I said, that's pretty darn good. Baltimore at 187. Steelers at 193. And this includes special teams, of course. Um, so those are the teams that have allowed the fewest. And how many teams have a, have scored more than 300? Patriots at 325. And scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Eagles at 351. So they get both those categories, which is why they're at 160, obviously. Don't, a little bit of arithmetic for you. Lions are 294, but that doesn't count. Saints are at 322. Rams are at 329. Hmm. How many teams have not scored 200 points this year? Niners, 187. Boo. Bears, 177. Boo. Giants, 172. Boo. Broncos, 197. Colts, 195. The Brownies, 166. Boo. Bengals, 199. They barely categorize, but they get called out nonetheless. And the Dolphins at 174. Lastly, is anyone allowed 300 points this year? The Colts have allowed exactly 300 points. Bad. Very bad. And I think that is it. Yes, a lot of them in the high 200s, but the Colts have allowed the most points in the league. So there you go. Fun little uh, exercise there. Buzzing through points scored, points against. Point differential, power ranks, mix them all in. Spread the word on the Locked On Network, and we will have Mike Renner on tomorrow. Over and out.